When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings, America's number one sportsbook app. Now, everybody's favorite Arizona or Arizona State alum, Mr. Kyle Dodd. Hello, Kyle. What's up, Mike? How are you? Not too bad. And Kyle, an unofficial member of the Back the A movement, even if it was temporary, we'll still uh, we allow it here. So again, we appreciate that as well. So, um, yeah, I gotta, I, you know. I got to be honest, ever since I lost that bet and I had to put that up for 24 hours, I feel like every every U of A fan has been like a little bit nicer to me recently, just just because one day of having that junk on my background, but it was well, you know, KD's a good KD's a good dude. You know, the thing I like about you, Kyle, and we've talked about this before, you dish it out, but you also take it. The people that uh, can't take it are the ones that really are annoying. So again, props on that. I'm also, all right, I'm going to give you some kudos and then... Arizona State, going into this year, and you and I texted it back and forth about this quite a bit, um, I fell into the trap again. Uh, when they got off to the fast start, especially early on, I'm like, man, this team's going to be a problem, especially because you got great guards, you got the big man up front, which has been a little bit different, and it's kind of fallen off lately. What's what's happened, you know, as opposed to the first part of the year where Arizona State looked like a top 25 team? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, if if you just got to where we're at right now and you said we're at 19 wins and 10 wins in the league at this point um, going into the year, you'd probably be okay with it as an ASU fan. I mean, 20 wins, kind of the barometer for this program. Um, But knowing how we got here, I think, is where uh, people are a little bit, you know, frustrated. And and so is the team and so are the coaches and and whatnot. But, yeah. you got off to the hot start. I mean, six and one in the league, the UCLA game, they're talking about, you know, that's one of the bigger home games in years. Um, and we sell that game out, which, you know, we right. sell out U of A games, but three, 4,000 of those fans are U of A fans. So right. um, to sell that game out, all ASU fans, it was just a freaking great atmosphere. It's something you guys experience pretty much every game. And for 38 minutes of that game, we outplay the Bruins and they just kind of, veteran ball club they kind of pulled it out at the end and i i really have been telling people i feel like ucla beat them multiple times if that makes sense i feel like they beat them right again on that saturday against sc and then they beat them again on the washington road trip it's just there was such a hangover letdown of you know what was such a high moment for a program um like us and then you know after that game it just kind of 
we've struggled. We battled it. And uh, I think they're getting out of it and they're finding ways to, to play better and play like they did at the beginning of the year. But at the same time, we're, um, you know, we got let one get away the other night against Colorado. Those are killers. So uh, I think, uh, you know, we have some great wins in front of right. us if, if we could find a way. But uh, I mean, let's be serious. We, you know, it's a tough task in Mikhail. It's a tough task in Polly and, and then USC. That's where we finish. All right. So the one thing that Arizona that I've always felt is a little bit, and again, when you're a top five, 10 team, I'm nitpicking here, but that sounds like a, uh, that sounds like a humble brag, but I, I don't mean it like that. But the one thing that ASU did to Arizona in that first game that I was surprised they didn't do more of is really ramp up the pressure. Because again, Arizona, I believe, has the best front court in college basketball with Umar Ballow and Azulis Tabellis. And while Kirk Reese, Pella Larson, Cedric Henderson are all good players, these aren't the Jason Gardeners and the Gilbert Arenases that you played against right there. And quite frankly, when ASU turned the pressure up on them, they had they had some issues. Is that something that you think we're going to see come Saturday or just for a couple minutes here or there? What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I think that's our chance to win. I mean, I think obviously if we're going to get in a half-court game with, with U of A, I think uh, it's going to be a long, long afternoon. But um, – yeah, I mean, for the first time probably that I can ever say, I feel like we have maybe a little more athleticism, uh, maybe yeah. you know a little a uh, little bit more length. I mean, just just than than the U of A team. I mean, they're so good. Like I said, uh, or like you said, um, the two big guys are as good as anybody in the country. Um, and then you got really nice pieces surrounding those guys. But I don't. There's not a guy that's going to go run away from you like Gilbert used to, or Richard, or right you know, Jason or all those guys that I played against. And, and for years, it's always been, I, I've, I've always watched you guys in layup lines and I'm like, God, Lord, man, like, look at these right. dudes there. And I, I don't say that, I don't think it's not like U of A's athletic or anything. I just think that's the only way we win is if we make this a helter skelter game, make it a, you know, junk it up. We play better that way. Anyway, we play better when we play fast and get easy buckets. Um, so I think, yeah, if, you look back at the tape. I mean, that second half, it we heated up the basketball, and I think that's where uh, you know the Wildcats really struggled a little bit um, during that middle stretch of the second half. In a weird way, this feels like this should be kind of a vintage Hurley team because, again, when you look at it, and again, I don't want to give you too many compliments right here, but Arizona State's got some real talent on this team. You just look at the guard positions right there. First of all, I think the kid Angel Nunez is going to be absolutely fantastic going forward for you. Frankie Collins can play a little bit. You got the Cambridge. You got Horn. You've got, and again, Warren Washington up front who can block shots, which is something you haven't had. This feels like this should have been kind of the vintage Hurley team if if there is such a thing, the team that gets into the NCAA tournament with an at-large bid, because it feels like it's constructed in the manner in which he would like. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, for years we've seen teams take on the identity of, of coach Hurley and we've always played our tails off. They've always played hard for him. Um, but yeah, I think for the first time since he's been here, it, we had, we have rim protection, we have length, we have depth. I mean, we have, you know, people talk about that guard U year, you know, like we, we like to right. call the guard U year. Um, but that was, they played six or seven guys there and we were so undersized. I mean, there was times when we, we were just small, but I mean, those guys could really shoot it. And that's why we got up to such a hot start and then kind of came back down to earth. But, you know, yes, there are the pieces this year. You look at us, like I said, a minute ago, you look at us in a layup line and you're like, man, those guys are long, man. I mean, and it's not just Warren Washington. You got, 
you know, a guy like Enoch who doesn't even play and, uh, you know, Duke Brennan who's coming off the bench and Alonzo Gaffney is, he's a six, nine, but he looks taller than Warren Washington at seven foot because he has a seven, four wingspan. It, it's just, uh, it's a group that really athletically, I think that's why we're so good defensively is really, uh, active and, and long. All right, let me tell you about the Four Peaks, the official brew of PHNX Sports. By the way, what do you think of the nickname for the four U of A big men, the Four Peaks, Kyle Dodd? Is that stupid yeah, or is it funny? <laughs> I like all your nicknames. I see all you, uh, you know, you going back and forth with the fans on the right. on some of the nicknames, but I, yeah, I feel it. I like it. All right, Four Peaks, though, the official brew of PHNX Sports, also up in Tempe, or you can get your uh, at the Tap and Bottle watch parties here. Check out the show notes in the link in the description. Get some Kilt Lifter, by the way. Kilt Lifter, very good beer. I like it. Uh, but again, um, up in Tempe, or let's say that you're thinking to yourself, man, where can I watch Arizona beat UCLA next week? Come to the Tap and Bottle watch parties downtown. Scott and Rebecca do a great job down there. Love to see you down there. We'll have some four peaks on uh, there as well. Love to see you down there. All right. So, um, Katie, so I've, I've watched ASU for years. Um, and the one thing that I've always felt, and again, Arizona fans beat me up a lot about this. I've always felt that you can win at ASU. I think it takes the right coach, but I've always felt just by the – the sheer number of people that are now in there. And again, you and I talked about this before when you were playing at ASU, the level of competition in Phoenix wasn't nearly what it is right now. Give you a, give you a perfect example to me, a kid like a Cody Williams should be a guy that Arizona state's on from day one or a Dylan Anderson. I believe that you can win there with that template. Is that just a template that's never really been pursued because it seems to me that if you can keep and again Cody Williams exploded obviously and you work with all the youth kids so you know who's who but it feels to me that you should be able to get those fringe top 100 kids and keep them all home yeah I mean uh, obviously high school basketball in Arizona has taken a, a step forward uh, I remember when I got out here in 99 and started playing at ASU I I went to some high school games and I was like man I mean there yes there was you know five, six dudes that were legit and, you know, the Richard and Donnell Knight and Channing Fries of the world, Tommy Smith, my boy, uh, you know, right. But, um, it was the depth wasn't there. And, and now, I mean, I think with the, the amount of coaches that are doing a much better job out here and yeah, just a lot of more people in, in Phoenix and Tucson area. And yeah, I mean, there are a lot, a lot of talented kids. And I think that's, um, you know, you can, if you attack the, the stay at home, you know, moniker, you know, you, I think you could field a good basketball team. And obviously U of A is a program that with their history and pedigree, you can go to New York and get a kid. I, I don't know that you're going to get a, you know, Chicago kid or whoever to come to ASU very often. But um, yeah, I mean, I think you're, you're on target. I think if uh, there's enough here, if we went and attacked, you know, guys and tried to get them to stay at home, um, I think we'd be all right. All right, let's talk about Duke Brennan for a second. He's become a little bit of a uh, folk hero here in Tucson. I, again, against Arizona, I thought he was a fantastic big – I thought he looked great against Arizona. He looked like he was pretty skilled. He looked like he had some ability. Arizona fans are still talking about his performance, that first-half performance. Is he somebody that Arizona fans should be worried about on Saturday? Uh, Duke's Duke's kind of a, a perfect guy for the rivalry, in my opinion, because he's sure. a guy that's going to be, he was like I was, to be honest. I mean, he's going to play his tail off. He's going to dive on the floor. He's going to foul. He's going to probably, if there is a little scrap or, or anything gets physical, Duke will be in the middle of it. Um, 
and he's the perfect guy for U of A fans to to hate. And that's why he's a crowd favorite at ASU because he's just a guy that kind of junks it up. And, um, you know, I, I do think he's playing really, you know, much better right now. He's been getting more minutes and, and uh, I think he's going to play a huge part uh, Saturday just because they need all the help they can get to, you know, combat Tabellis and, and Balo. All right. What worries you most about this game? Obviously, we've talked about the big man up front, but if you're, you know, if you're Kyle Dodd, put your coaching hat on there for a second because you're only a few seats down from Bobby Hurley. So yeah. what what worries you most about Arizona outside of just the two big men right there? Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's extremely hard to play in Tucson. Um, the role guys, I think, uh, that Arizona has play much better uh, at home. Um, they're good on the road, but I mean, you know, you got guys that just, they naturally play better on the road at home, shoot the ball better at, at home. So again, that's why I think, you know, our, our chance is to junk it up and to really make U of A uncomfortable with the basketball. If we let them get in their, in their flow and where they're able to execute, it, it could be a long afternoon. Uh, you know, like I said, Tabellus is as good a college big man as I've seen in a long time. Um, and, you know, Balo, like I said, I, I, I loved him last year and I know he's right. had his ups and downs this year, but I mean, he's a guy that he reminds me of, uh, you know, a Michael Wright type that I played against down there yep. who I thought was the best big man we played against and rest in peace, Michael Wright. Right. But, um, yeah, I think, um, you know, obviously they present a lot of challenges, but, um, to me, it's just the fact being at McHale and, and having to overcome the crowd and, and everything that that comes with it. All right. I've got a lot of people who ask me too about Kyle Dodd. What was your, because again, you were, you played against Arizona, in my opinion, at the apex, at the apex. Cause again, we, you and I've talked about this a billion times. I believe Oh one is the best Arizona team by a pretty good percentage, but you go into those games in McHale. People know who you are. You guys are a little bit overmatched, obviously, but you're scrappy. What was your mentality going in there? Did you have anything specific? Because People definitely knew when Kyle Dodd was on the court, and that's a compliment. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we had fun, man. It, you know, I talked to Jason for a while before the U of A game. Uh, you know, down here New Year's Eve, and um, actually introduced him to my son, who's my son's. You know, living and dying ASU basketball, mm -hmm. just like he should as my son. But um, you know, introduced him, and we were. Uh, you guys threw had the throwback jerseys on that day. And I was like, man, I told Jason, I said, man, these uniforms don't bring up very many good memories for me. And, you know, and he, he laughed and I told my son, I said, Hey, this guy was ridiculously hard to guard, you know? And, and he, Jason was great. He said, don't, don't let your dad fool you, man. This, this dude could play. And he's like, I hated going against him, which was a really big compliment to me. And it's where I'm going with this is what you said is I think for me, I just tried to, I tried to be a pest. I, I, I was, nobody was going to play harder than me. I, I had to, I had to be, I had to be that guy to stay on the floor. So for me, I just, it's not that I embraced the uh, villain role, but I didn't mind it. I mean, whatever, I, I was going to do whatever I could to try to find a way to win, which against those teams that they had, <laughs> it was going to be a lot, a tall task. I meant to ask this last time and I forgot to. So Gilbert, I get asked when people ask me, they're saying, who's the most talented player that you've ever seen at Arizona? And to this day, I still say that it's Gilbert Arenas. Um, I thought that at the time. I think it now. Um, but when you when you played against him, did you have any inkling that this guy was going to be a three or four time 30 point per game score in the NBA? What was it like going against somebody like that that was just even for Arizona standards was just different? 
Yeah, man. I mean, Gilbert, obviously, uh, being a SoCal guy, I, I saw him in, in summers and, and, and whatnot. And I knew he was good, and I knew he had a chance to be really good. I don't know that I thought he was going to go put 60 on the Lakers in Staples right. Center. Um, right. But, yeah, I mean, I, I remember times getting switched off on him, and he was kind of uh, the whole package. I mean, he was Kobe, man. I mean, he was strong, yeah. athletic, quick you know, could handle it, could get to get to his spots. And it didn't matter. You could play the best defense of your life. And if he got to his spots, he, he was just going to destroy you. And, and uh, yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, I think he's up there as far as U of A guys go. And obviously I, I Jason, I talk to people all the time. I mean, Jason Gardner, his freshman year, we, we've talked about yeah. it. I, he was the best guard in the nation behind Jay Williams. He, he right. really was. And, and it's just, uh, yeah, they came at you in a lot of different ways back then, and I think uh, those guys were were really tough to guard. What's your take on conference realignment? Do you really does it really matter to you where Arizona and ASU are in two or three years? Do you have a preference? What's Kyle Dodd thinking on that subject? Man, I mean, growing up in Southern California, and I was just a Pac-10 guy. Man, that's that was my goal. I wanted to play in the Pac-10, and you know that that was a lot had a lot to do with the fact that I went to ASU. Um, you know, I had other Pac-10 offers and and whatnot, but I mean, I just I wanted to be there, and it bums me out that this is no longer a thing. Obviously, right. not a Pac-12, but USC and UCLA, it bummed me out big time. And and I don't know kind of where I fall. I mean, I I I would prefer to make it work and and keep the pack together, just because that's how I grew up. Right. Um, it's but it's a bummer UCLA and USC aren't going to be there, but so be it. I'd rather somehow some way you know find a way to keep the pack together but you know if this thing crumbles and falls apart you know obviously at that point i want you know i think we're in a good spot being traveling partners both of us i think you know combining football and and basketball i think uh you know we and i I know you joked you're like hey it would be great if we left the big 12 and just left asu behind (laughs) but uh you know ultimately i think that both schools as crazy as this sounds um they're good for each other they're good for each other exactly yeah right all right before we sign off i want to give you i know you're a big uh i know you're a big uh, dillingham guy um right there off the arizona football side i'm going to give you another compliment here i always i feel at arizona and arizona state you need to have and this is why i'm such a big jed fish guy you need to have coaches that want to be here, that yeah. want to embrace the grind, who I don't need it to be your dream school, but I need you to every single day to go to work saying, man, I'm going to make this one work. Arizona got that, I think, in Jed Fish. And quite frankly, I think you guys got that with your new hire. What do you think about the football hire? Yeah, I'm I'm thrilled, man. I've known Kenny since he was a youngster, man. We used to play actually pickup basketball at Lifetime Fitness. And it's a funny story. I... um got a message from him this summer um you know prior to the football season on twitter and it just said hey man this popped up on my memories and it was like a picture of us you know hooping at lifetime when he was a little kid and and i'm like oh that's kenny what's up man and then and then i looked at his name and it said kenny dillingham i'm like wait that's kenny that's and i knew who kenny dillingham was right. offensive coordinator for oregon i'm like wait that's the same kenny and right I, I couldn't figure it out and uh, so i was like oh my god i'm such an idiot but uh yeah, when they hired him, I mean, you're exactly right. And I think, and I've caught some flack from ASU people because I, I, I thought Fish was a great hire. I think he's doing everything you need to do down there to to be successful and turn things around. And and same with us. It's like we've hired. I think both schools have hired the same type guy over yeah. and over again. This is a guy that is 
wants to be here would be here forever. His juice and energy. I mean, obviously he's saying all the right things now and we'll, we'll see the first time we go for it on fourth and down in November, you know, right. what fans think, but um, yeah, I mean, I just, I just think that both schools got the guys that they need, the type personalities that they need to be successful with, with um, the programs that we have. And I, I'm super pumped. I'm not pumped that we keep adding more KDs down here. I mean, freaking how many right. KDs do we need in the Valley? You know, Kevin right. Durant came, Kenny Dillingham. Right. I'm going way down the list. So, oh, I was going to say, man, that's a real problem though when you got Kevin Durant and Kenny Dillingham coming yeah. in. But there's yeah. only one Kyle Dodd. Yeah, that's right. So I, I'm just, I just started introducing myself again as Kyle. So, right, it'll be all right. All right, <laughs> KD. Before we, uh, before we let you go here, do we have any kind of bet that we could maybe make for the game? Oh man, shoot. I mean, I have to, right? But I, I I'll tell you what. <laughs> this time, because it's at home. We'll yeah. find out. We'll find out, and I'll message you before whatever the spread is. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be a win. We'll find out what the spread is, and we'll go with that uh, one. How about that? Yeah, and I think we mentioned something like maybe next year I'll come to a game and wear uh, U of A gear at, at McHale if we uh, if Man, we lose. I'll, and I'll put if it we to you win, like this. Yeah, you got to wear my my old jersey to a game. I'll- I will do it, man, and I'll tell you what, you get a standing <laughs> ovation for it, bro. I... <laughs> all, right. all right, KD, really appreciate you, my guy, and uh, I'll be hitting you up, dude, sh- shortly again. So talk to you soon, buddy. Sounds good. Anytime, Mike. All right, man, you're the best. That's Kyle Dodd right there, color analyst for ASU. All right, we got a bet going here in a second, but first, got to pay the bills right here. The DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. Here's the deal. You can put down five bucks on these NBA games coming up and get up to $200 in free plays. 21 and up, Arizona only. We've got a gambling problem, call 1 800 next step. And we're going to DraftKings pick of the week in a second. You're going to like this one right here. But this is the time to hop on the DraftKings again. NBA's back, full slate of games tonight. I'm going to be nerding out watching TV, watching the games. And there's no better way to do it than rooting for a team with a little bit of. A little bit of money on the line. Now, time for my DraftKings pick of the week. I don't care what the spread is. I'm going with Arizona to cover against ASU, mainly because I don't want to have to wear a Kyle Dodd jersey, but also that I think that Arizona is going to win this game. I think they know what they need to do, and um, they played really well against the Mountain Schools. I look for that to continue against ASU, looking for a big performance out of everybody right there. Um, Again, looking for Arizona to cover. All right, I got to give Kyle Dodd a lot of credit here again. Um, I've uh, I've gotten to know Kyle pretty well over the last year or so. Dude, dude's a good dude because and here's the thing in sports. And again, nobody dislikes ASU more than me. But at the end of the day, though, anybody that can give and take the way that he can is that's that's a pretty cool setup right there. So what he says on Twitter to people, don't get upset about. It. It's just the way it is. Now, as far as Arizona State goes, to me. I will never, I'll, you can all hold me to this right here. I'm not going to fall into the trap again of Arizona State. I've done it probably two or three years where I'm like, all right, this looks like a pretty good team right here. This looks a little bit different. And you know what? It doesn't change. I think a big part of it is because just somewhat of the schizophrenic nature of Bobby Hurley and, you know, what ASU is. But let's be honest here. There's no reason that this team shouldn't be a little bit better than it is right now. Um, I watch them and I'm, I thought that they were kind of a fringe top 25 team. You got guard play, you got shot blocking, you got all that, but it just really hasn't come to fruition. I tell you that though, 
just to say that this is a dangerous team, though, still nonetheless. They can come in here, and if they beat, you know, they can come in here. Arizona's got to take them seriously. We've seen what happens if you don't take teams seriously. Your Washington States, your Washingtons of the world. Yes, it's at McHale. It's the last home game of the year, so we really need to show up there back in the A, everybody. Again, this is Arizona is not that far off from a one seed. You got three more games right here. You got ASU, then you got the two LA schools, and take it for what it's worth. But I do believe that Arizona is a. I believe Arizona is a lock to be a one seed if they win out. I don't care what happens in the Pac-12 tournament. I believe that they're a one seed if they do win out. So got to make this one all happen right here. Now, we'll talk about the importance of getting a one seed here in just a second, but more bills. OGs. Now, let's say that you're like William Brad Allison. and you can't sleep at night. OGs comes in. You can get them at any of your local dispensaries. Again, 21 and up, um, but all kinds of good stuff there sativas, indicas, good flavors, you name it. Or if you're just one of the people that, you know, just want to feel a little bit better during the day, OGs can help you is there as well. So again, check out your local dispensaries. OGs is where it's at. And what goes better with OGs than Mountain Mike's Pizza? Again, I'm not Mountain Mike. Mountain Mike's much cooler than me, and he makes much better pizza than I could ever make. Oracle and Wetmore, um, check it out. Again, great TV setup. Great place to go watch a game, get a beer, get some pizza, hang out with the family. And again, Oracle and Wetmore. And many times, many times, you can get them at the tap and bottle watch parties, though, at, uh, again, downtown. Love to see you down there. But that's kind of where it's at. All right. So the importance of a number one seed. Um, If Arizona gets a number one seed, you're probably going to have games in Vegas. And if you have games in Vegas, we all know this isn't like Arizona. This isn't like ASU. Arizona fans will show. You want to have this happen. You want Arizona to stay out West. And quite frankly, I think that Arizona has a pretty good, you know, you look at the wins. And again, let's just say, for example, that Arizona beats UCLA. Let's just say. You would have two wins over UCLA. You would also have Tennessee. You would have uh, San Diego State. You would have Creighton. You would have Indiana from the vaunted Big Ten Conference, rolling eyes. I mean, those are wins that pretty much stack up with about anybody outside of maybe Kansas. And Kansas obviously isn't going to be a one seed out west. They're going to be a one seed in the Midwest. So that's what you're looking at. Again, I think that it would lock everything up pretty much right there. Plus, you don't have the 31-2 and normal Gonzaga teams that you have to worry about as well. So that's to me the importance of it. All right. Now, speaking of which, all right, Roman. Now, listen here. We got all the cutting edge stuff right here. Roman is on board right now. As you get older, a lot of people, a lot of males have hard time with getting getting hard or just being low in testosterone. Check it out, though. Roman. And here's the great thing about it. There's no waiting rooms. There's no hassle. This is your online opportunity right here. They offer discreet wipes that last four times longer in bed. But and Roman is here to help. Again, it's a digital health clinic for men addressing a variety of sexual health needs and offering genuine medication that helps achieve and maintain a strong erection. Okay, now um, let's see here. To learn more about how you can achieve your personal sexual health goals, go to ro.co slash phnx 
to get 20% off your entire first order. Again, that's ro.co slash phnx. Um, Roman uh, has helped out a lot of men out there over the years, helped out a lot of people with, uh, you know, the problems of getting older. So again, check it out right there. Check out the show notes and the link in the description. All right. Appreciate everybody out there. The great Kyle Dodd. You're the man. Rich Correo, KB Theo in there. Emma making me sound much better than I should. I'll be back with you tomorrow. Just a pod tomorrow, not a live stream. But then we'll be back with you live about 2.05 or so, talking about Arizona's beatdown Saturday of ASU at McHale. I'm Mike Luke. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.